Shalom to all! Today's daf is Erevin Daf Lamed Ches. We're starting at the Mishnah, three lines from the top. Today's daf is sponsored by Rav Avram Nachman Ben Shane Rachel. Hashem should grant him a refuah shleim bakar of Mamish and good health for many years to continue helping Klal Yisrael. Now before we start, let's review two concepts that we've already learned up until now. However, it's good to have them fresh in our head. Firstly, a person is limited on Shabbos to his tchum, which is 2,000 Amas. He's allowed to walk 2,000 Amas in any direction he pleases from his Makam Shvisa. If he's in a city, then his Makam Shvisa is the entire city, and he can go that distance from any exit point of the city. If he's in the middle of nowhere, then it's measured from where he actually is. The moment he's kind of Makam Shvisa elsewhere, then he limits himself to going only in that direction. So for example, if he lives in the city, but he was kind of Shvisa north of the city, he's shifted his nuclear and now his 2,000 Amas is measured from his new place. So he's allowed to walk 2,000 Amas back into the city, but he is not allowed to walk even one Amma in any direction out of the city, unless, of course, it's back towards his Erev. And number two, there are two ways of being kind of Shvisa. Either food can be placed down where he wants to be kind of Shvisa, this can be done by a competent Shliach, it does not have to be done by him, or he can go himself, stay in his Makam Shvisa until nightfall, now he was kind of Shvisa, and then he's allowed to walk back to his house. So with that review in mind, the Mishnah says, Rebbe Lezer, I'm Rebbe Lezer, says, Yantif Shabbos, if there's Yantif that's right next to Shabbos, Ben Milfanah, Ben Malachrel, whether it's before or after Shabbos, Ma'arav Adam Shnei Ruven, a person can make two Erevs, Va'aymer, and he could say, Eruv Eberish Lemezach, or Beshein Lemeirev, I want my first Erev to be towards the east of the city, and the second Erev to be towards the west of the city, meaning on the first day I want to go towards the east, and then on the second day I want to switch and be able to go towards the west. Or vice versa, he could also say a Ruve Berishan. I want my first Erev to be Chal on the first day of Yontef, Ubishani on the second day, meaning on Shabbos, Iri, I want to be like everyone else in my city. Or he could say a Ruve Bishani, I want my Erev to be Chal on the second day on Shabbos, Ubishan, or on the first day, Iri, I want to be like everyone else in my city. And we're going to understand Rabbi Huda's opinion in the Gemara. They argue, they say, either you make an Erev towards one direction, or you don't make any Erev. Either you make an error for two days for both Yontef and for Shabbos or Einim Erev Kol or you're not allowed to make an error at all. And now the Mishnah says Ketzad Yasa. So what should he do if he wants to be kind of his error on both days? Malicha Barishan, he brings it on the first day to where he wants to be kind of Shvisa. Umach Shechalav, he stays there till it's dark. Venaytoy Ubali, and then he takes his error back with him back to his house. Basheni on the second day, meaning on Erev Shabbos, which is currently Yontef, Mach Shechalav, then he goes back to his Makom Shvisa. He stays there until it's dark. Ba'ichle, and then he can eat his error Ubali, and then go back to his house. Venimtan, it turns out Mestaker Balichasei. He's gained in his walking. Now he's able to walk past this Erev and he's been kind of his Erev. And he also gained with his Erev because he got to eat it. And why is that special? Because Nechal Barishan, if his Erev was eaten on the first day, let's say he accidentally ate his Erev on the first day or he left it there unless some sort of animal found his Erev. So Eruv Elishan, it's only valid for the first day. For Yontif, and it's not valid for the second day because it wasn't there, Ben in between the first and the second day. And because of this, Amrlehem Rebelezer, told the Chachamim, clearly you agree to me, Shane Shtei Kedushas, that it's considered two Kedushas, that really these are two separate days. Yontif and Shabbos is considered two separate days, and therefore each one needs their own Erev. So why is it that I can't set two separate Erev in one to be in the west of the city and one towards the east of the city. And we're going to see that the Machlechus over here between Rebbe and the Chamim is whether or not these two days, Shabbos and Yontif together, is considered one Kedusha, which is one long holiness, and it really only needs one Erev, or if it's considered two separate Kedushas. And now the Gemara is going to try to understand what the Chamim had said in the Mishnah. When they had said, you have to make an Erev in one direction, what does that mean? You're only able to make an Erev in one direction for both days, for both Yontif and Shabbos. What do they mean when they said that you had to make an Erev for two days? What's that? You're only able to make an Erev in one direction for both days. So the Gemara asks, that's the same exact thing. Why are they repeating themselves? The Gemara says, This is what they're telling Rabbi Lezer. Wouldn't you agree that if we only had one day, let's say it's Shabbos, you're not able to make an Erev 
that half of the day you're able to go north and half of the day you're able to go south. So Armel Henry, but says, Avol, you're correct, 100%. So then they said, And same way you're not able to make an air for one day, there half of it you're able to go northward and half of it you're able to go south. So you're also not able to make an air for two days, one day you're going to go west and one day you're going to go east. Meaning it seems to be that according to the Chachamim, we're looking at it as one Kedusha, that this is really one Kedusha and therefore there's only one air that's able to work for both days. But now Rebbe Lezer, he'll respond to that Hasam over there when there's only one day Kedusha Achas. That's one day of holiness. That's only one Erev is able to work for that day. You can't split it into two, but Hach over here, when we have two separate days, one's Yantif and one's Shabbos, Beis Kedusha, that's two separate Kedusha, and therefore you're able to make two separate Erev in. And now it's Rebbe Lezer's turn to try to prove his point. Amalheim Rebbe Lezer, he told the Chachamim, Yatamaydim, wouldn't you agree, Shem Erev Baraklav B'yayim Rishen, that if he made an Erev with his feet on the first day, meaning he did not place food down where he wanted to become his visa, he actually went there himself and stayed there until it got dark. So he has to go back there the second day in order to be Kanish Visa for the next day. And also, if his Erev was eaten on the first day by someone or something, you can't be yet with that Erev the second day. Obviously, we see it's two separate Kedushas. These are two separate days. So Amrullah, they told him, Aval, you're 100% right. So then he tells them, So in which direction are you taking this two Kedushas? If you agree with me that these are two separate days, they're two Kedushas, so why is it that you would say that you're only allowed to have one Erev for both days? You should be allowed to set up two separate Erevin for both days. So the Gemara says, Rabban, and they would answer, They actually are in doubt. And they have to go L'Chumra in both cases. They're not so sure if it's one Kedusha or two Kedushas, so therefore they say you're only allowed to make one Erev for both days. However, if your Erev was eaten in the middle, so that's not going to be valid for the second day. And now it's the Chacham's turn again. Wouldn't you agree that you're not allowed to set up an Erev in between Yantif and Shabbos if you had not prepared the Erev before Yantif? You would not be allowed to do so on Shabbos. Armalan, he told him, Aval, you're 100% right, you're not allowed to do that. So they said, So in which direction are you taking the concept of Kedusha Achas? You seem to agree to the concept that it's Kedusha Achas because you're not allowed to prepare an Erev on Yontif. That's like preparing an Erev in the middle of Shabbos for the remainder of Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Rebbe he'll respond, That's an issue of Achana, that's just preparing from Yontif to Shabbos, but it's still not considered Kedusha Achas. So we have over here that when Shabbos and Yontif are right next to each other, Rebbe says that's considered two separate Kedushas there. Therefore, you can have two separate Erevin, whereas the Chachamim, their Mesopic, they don't know if it's Kedusha Achas or Shtei Kedusha, therefore we have to be Machmer. And the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanon, if he had made an Erev with his feet, meaning again, he went there and was actually Kanishvisa by staying in that place on the first day, he has to come back on the second day also. If his Erev was eaten by him or by someone or something else on the first day, he cannot be yaitzah with that the second day. That's Rebbe's opinion. Rebbe Yehuda, I mean, Rebbe Yehuda says, this person is a donkey driver, a camel driver, and as we said, there's two different ways of how to lead a donkey and a camel, and if you're trying to lead both of them at the same time, you're not really going to accomplish either of them successfully. Therefore, this person's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, and this person has to be machmir in both cases. He has to assume that he does not have an Erev, therefore he's not allowed to walk 2,000 amps in any direction except for where his Erev was placed the day before. And now for the third sheet, they say, if he made an Erev with his feet on the first day, he went there and was kind of feast over there, in my he does not have to be kind of shvisa the second day. If his air was eaten on the first day, he could still use that for the second day. So the three shitas we have here are very clear. Either we view Shabbos and Yantif together as two distinct days, each needing their own Erev, or it's a suffix, or with one Kedusha and an Erev made for the first day is valid for the second. 
And the Gemara says, Amarav, Halacha Kedalat Zikainim Alalu, the Halacha is like the following four elders, Rabbanim, Valibid Rabbi Lezer, and they hold like Rabbi Lezer, the Amar Beis Kedushas Hain, that it's clearly two separate Kedushas, and you would need a separate heir for both days. Ve'elohain Dalat Zikainim, who are these four Zikainim? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shmuel Ben Eshel, Rechon Reka, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda Stimasal. He's known as the one that's sussing, that's closed, that's quiet, that's anonymous. Many times, Rabbi would quote a Halacha from Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehuda, but he would not say that it's the name of Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehuda, so therefore, we call Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehuda Stimisa. So these are the four Zakanim. Vikadamri and some say Khadminai Rabbi Lazar, one of them is Rabbi Lazar, Umapik Rabbi Yasir Rabbi Yehuda Stimisa, and take him out. And now the Gemara asks for Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shabrika, and Reka, Ibchashamin Alhu. They taught us the opposite. They just taught us in this last Brysa that it's actually one Kedusha and not two Kedushas. So the Gemara says, Epoch, let's switch them around. They hold it's two Kedushas and not one. So the Gemara says, Yahachi of Sohaini Rebbe, that's the same thing as the Tanakama, who was Rebbe in the Brysa. So the Gemara says, You're right. Amav Chain Amar Shimon Gamaliel. After Rebbe's opinion of the Brysa, we'll just add on Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel and Rebbe Shmuel Ben Eshel Riechon Rebbeka. So the Gemara says, so fine, so Vlech Nami Rebbe, why aren't we counting Rebbe in this group? The Gemara says, Rebbe Tanala Velay Savrala. Rebbe taught it, however, he doesn't hold of it himself, he was just teaching it. So the Gemara says, so fine, Rabbanu Nami, Tanu Lavali Savrila. Perhaps all of these Rabbanu that we mentioned, maybe they just taught it, but they don't hold that it's actually two separate Gedushas. So the Gemara says, Rav, Gemara Gamrila. Rav had a tradition, he knew from his Rebbeim that they actually held of the Shita that they were teaching. And now the Gemara says, Kinoch Nashi the Rav Huna. When Rav Huna passed away, Ali Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda came to the base Medrash, Lemir Madrav the Rav, to ask a stira from one Shita of Rav on another thing that Rav said. Miyama Rav, Halacha Kedal Zakanim, Vali Bid Rabbi Lezer. Did Rav really say that Halacha is like these four elders, according to the opinion of Rabbi Lezer, the Amr Kedushas saying that he had said that this is two separate Kedushas whenever we have Yontif and Shabbos next to each other. But we know Shabbos and Yontif when they're right next to each other. Rav Amr, no the Bazet, Asur Bazet. If an egg is born on one of them, so it's still Asur on the next one. And we know that an egg born on Yontif or Shabbos is Asur because of some reason. There's a discussion in Beitza why it would be Asur. However, it is Asur, so we know that if it's going to be Asur from one day to the next, obviously it's one Kedusha, not two Kedushas. So the Gemara answers Amr Rabbah. Rabbah says, That's an issue of Hachana. The Tanya says in the Brisa, the Pasuk tells us in regards to the man, and it will be on the sixth day and they shall prepare everything for Shabbos. So what do we learn from here? You only prepare from the weekday to Shabbos or from the weekday to Yantif. You're not allowed to have any preparations from Yantif to Shabbos or from Shabbos to Yantif. And since this egg was born on Shabbos or on Yantif, that's considered like a hachana preparation for the next day and that's why it's usher. But it has nothing to do with one Kedusha. Really, these are two separate days and it's two Kedushas. So now I'm really by Abai asks Rabbah, El Hadidnan, we had an hour Mishnah. Kate said, said, How's a person supposed to establish an heir for two days? Malicha Barishain, he brings an heir of the first day where he wants to become a Shviso, Machshachalov, he stays there while it's dark, and then he takes it, goes back to his house. Bashini, on the next day, he comes back to that place, Machshachalov, he stays there while it's dark, then he eats it, Ubali, then he go, go back to his house. But now here's the issue because Hamechin, Miyantif, Shabbos, he's preparing from Yantif to Shabbos because right now we're assuming that the heir of his kind of for him on Yantif for Shabbos. So the issue isn't necessarily walking there, placing the heir of down. The issue is, is that when the Erev actually kicks in, when it's actually Chal, it's being Chal on Yontif for Shabbos, and that's a problem of Achana. So I'm like, Rabbi, Rabbi answers him, No, me Savar, Saif Hayyim, kind of Erev. Do you really think that the end of the day is kind of the Erev, meaning the end of Yontif, or the end of the first day, which is at the beginning of Banish Mashas, that's when his Erev is Chal, and then you would have an issue of Achana? Tchilas Hayyim, kind of Erev. It's the beginning of the day that's kind of the Erev, meaning it's the beginning of Shabbos, which is the end of Banish Mashas, that's when your Erev is Chal, Shabbos Machinul Atma, and Shabbos is being prepared for itself, meaning the Erev is Chal on Shabbos and not on Yontif, therefore there's no issue of Achana. So the Gemara says, Elmiatav, that's true that the Erev is Chal on Shabbos itself and not on Yontif, so Ya'arv Balagan, we should be able to make 
make an Erev Bilagin. We had said that if a person has a Kli, and he had food in the Kli, which was Tevel, and it was not Truma, but he wanted to establish a Truma only after Shabbos was Chal, we had said that's not considered a valid Erev. So why is that not so? The Tevel is Metuka, and after Shabbos comes in, and that's when the Erev is going to be Chal also. So it should be considered a valid Erev. So the Gemara says, no, that's a different issue. We need to have a Suda that's fitting already from before Shabbos, and since you're not able to eat this Tevel before Shabbos, that's a different technicality, and that's why the Erev is not going to be Chal. And now the Gemara asks, if you just said, we have to have a Suda Ruim Baidem, and we don't have that, meaning you have to be able to eat your food already before Shabbos or Yontif kicks in. Elohadidan, we said in our Mishnah, Rabbi Lezer, he said, Yontif Shabbos, if Yontif is right next to Shabbos, whether it's before or after it, Ma'aravadim a person can place two separate Erevin on two opposite sides of the city, and both of them are valid Eruvin. Well, how does that work? We need to have a Suda that we're able to eat already during the day, meaning before Shabbos or before Yontif, and we don't have that over here. Why not? Because he places Erev in the east and in the west. The eastern one was, let's say, for Yontif. That means that his Shabbos Erev, which is the one in the west, is a Suda that isn't Ruvin by Yom because he can't access it before Shabbos. So the Gemara answers, Do you really think that his east and west Erevin were actually 2,000 Amas away from the city, so now he's not able to walk from one Erev to the other because they're too far away from each other? Why? That's not what he did. The he had only placed his respective Erevin a thousand Amas away from the city, which means he still has his thousand Amas in the other direction, so he's able to access that Erev, so we don't have any issue from the case of the Mishnah. Now the Gemara continues to ask on Rav Shita that he said there was an issue of Achana. He had said, If he made an Erev with his feet, he went and actually stayed in his Makam Shavisa the first day, so he has to go do that again the second day. If he made an Erev with bread the first day, he has to make an Erev with bread again the second day. But that's a problem because he's doing Hachana from Yatav to Shabbos. Now this question is not coming from the case of the bread because we already said that the bread is Chal on Shabbos itself so there's no issue of Hachana. The issue of Hachana over here is when he's going with his feet. When he goes there, he actually has to say I am being kind of shvisa over here. And he can't do that on Shabbos. He would have to do that before Shabbos. So we see that there's an issue with his speech. Bedibur, he's doing hachana bedibur by saying, I'm being kind of shvisa here, and that's a problem. So the Gemara says, Armalei, Rabbi responded, Mi sabres the azal v'amar midi? Do you really think that when he's going there the second day, he's actually saying something? The azal v'shasak v'yosef, he goes, he's quiet, and he sits down, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't have to say, I'm being kind of shvisa over here. He just can go and sit down, and then once it becomes dark, automatically he was kind of shvisa over there. Kiman, and who's that like? Damar, he says, If something is hefker, it could be kind of shvisa in its place. We're really referring to a person who's sleeping. If a person's sleeping, and then he wakes up, and it turns out that it's Shabbos, he was kind of shvisa exactly where he is, even though he didn't say anything. So you don't need to say something in order to be Kanish Visa, therefore you have no issue of Achana. And now the Gemara says, I feel the Rabbanan. This could even be like the Rabbanan, and it doesn't have to be only like Rabbi Yechem because Ad Kanle Pli Yerabbanan Alei Rabbi Yechem The only Machlaik is they have with Rabbi Yechem is El It's only with someone sleeping, Delay Matzi Amar, because he's not able to say, I'm being Kanish Visa in this place. Aval Benair, but if someone's awake, the Ibailu Memar Matzi Amar, if he wants to say, I'm being Kanish Visa in this place, so Afagav Delay Amar, even though he didn't say that he's being Kanish Visa in that area, Kamanda Amar Dami, it's as if he said, it. So Rabbi has a beautiful answer. There's no issue of Achana because he doesn't actually have to say that he's being Kanish Visa in this area. So now that we've come to this point in the Gemara, it's clear that Rabbi's issue is when you have to say something verbally, you have to speak something out, then that's a problem of Achana. So the Gemara says, He says, If Mar, meaning if Rabbi had heard, that which we said in the Brisa, so a person's allowed to go to the end of his field on Shabbos, to go see what needs to be done to it after Shabbos. And similarly, 
Medina, a person is not allowed to walk to the edge of the city, so that he can go to the bathhouse right after Shabbos. Rabbah would go back on what he said, that we see the issue of Achana isn't just when you have to speak something out, but when you don't have to speak something out, there's no issue of Achana. Because we see over here, there's an issue of Achana, even when you're just walking to an area that's still a problem of Achana from Shabbos to after Shabbos. Then the Gemara responds, that's actually not true. Shmiyale, he knew of this b'raith of Veloi Haderbei, and he was not chayzer from his shita, that the issue of Achana is when you have to say something verbally. Why? What's the difference? Hasam over there, Mucha Milsa. It's very clear what he's doing. When he goes to his field, everyone knows he's going to his field because he wants to see what needs to be done after Shabbos. When he goes to the end of the city, everyone knows he wants to leave the city right after Shabbos to go to the bathhouse. Hacha, when we're dealing with Erev, where he's outside the city and he's in the middle of nowhere, Lav Mucha Milsa, it's not clear what he's doing there. Why not? Because eats of Rabban, who, if he's the Tamil Chacham, Amrinan, people are going to say, what's this fellow doing out in the field? It's his learning that dragged him out there. He wasn't really paying attention to where he was going because he was thinking and learning and then really suspecting him of being there for his Erev. And if the person's an Amaretz, Amrinan, people are going to say, oh, he had lost one of his donkeys and you're allowed to go to the end of the Tchum if your donkey's outside the Tchum to call him back to you and no one's going to suspect him of actually placing his Erev down there. That's where there's no issue of Achana when you don't have to say anything because people are not going to suspect you of doing something for the next day. We're going to pick up tomorrow with this concept of Achana for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.